Are you ready to uncover your retirement solution? Learn more as Jeremy Kyle and his guests guide you along the path of retirement and reveal the five steps you need to take to solve your retirement puzzle. Now, on to the show. Hello and welcome to Retirement Revealed with Jeremy Kyle. Good morning, Jeremy. How are you? Morning, Eric. How are you doing? I am doing fantastic. Glad I'm, to hear uh, it. Excited to be back with you. What are we talking about today? Today we're talking about Social Security. We had a uh, fellow podcaster, a guy named Art Rayner. Uh, we were talking with him over LinkedIn, and he invited me to do a guest post on Social Security for his blog, on the retirement planning part of his blog. So we gave um, him and his readers three tips for when you file for Social Security. We thought we should share the same kind of stuff with our, our listeners. Maybe add a few more because you guys get to listen to our podcast. So let's give you the extra stuff. Bonus content. That's right. All right. You got so, it. Yeah. Sounds good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where do we start? Well, it's interesting. So the, the thought is, uh, what do you need to consider when you're making your Social Security decision? A lot of people, they spend more time making their decision about how to buy a car than how to uh, decide what they're de- going to do with Social Security. Mm-hmm. You know, when you're going to file, how you're going to file. There's all kinds of things in there. You make the decision one time, you're basically stuck with it the rest of your life. You need a process to go through and make the best Social Security decision for you. So we got five steps here, and we'll go with the, the first one. Step one is plan for your lifetime, not just your next year. Mm. We see that all the time. People come in and they're getting ready to retire. They've got their Excel spreadsheet uh, figured out as far as their budget. And it's only a, a one-year budget. I mean, makes sense, right? How, how mm-hmm. many people do a 30-year budgeting plan? What's, <laughs> yeah. What are the odds, right? Yeah, a little, a little tough. Yeah, so when you're looking at that one year, and all you're thinking about is the one year, your one decision about Social Security might be completely different than if you think about your entire lifetime. Mm-hmm. And that's the whole point of Social Security. It's a lifetime income, so you really ought to be thinking about your entire lifetime and what's the best decision there. You know, When you're looking just at the next year, and you've got your money in your 401k and your IRAs, and you've got your Social Security, you're thinking, man, if I just take Social Security right now, that's going to help my 401k an IRA over the next year, right? I have less money I have to take out of there. So let's just take Social Security right now. Yeah, so this is not a one-year decision. It's a lifetime decision. And absolutely, if you're looking only at the next one year, it's really easy to believe that taking Social Security today is the best thing for you. You'll have to take out less from your investments. Of course, your one-year budget's going to make life look a lot easier if you take Mm -hmm. Social Security. But you got to think about your entire lifetime. How is this going to affect you, your spouse, your widow, uh, which could be even you? Uh, You don't know, Mm -hmm. right? There's all these decisions that it's going to affect your entire lifetime. Plan for your lifetime, not just your next year when you're making decisions on your Social Security. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you've, you've said it before on the podcast, delaying Social Security increases the amount of Social Security you get. And and of, of the two things, your investments versus Social Security, which is going to run out? Right. right. Yeah, your investments <laughs> have a chance of running out. Uh-huh. Some people think uh, that Social Security might run out. We've got a blog on that we can uh, link to. The, the title is, Is Social Security Going Broke? The answer is no. But mm-hmm. a lot of people think that Social Security is going broke, as in there's nothing left. That's just not true. Yes, there's a funding issue, and I believe strongly that they're going to fix it. But even if they don't, Social Security is not going down to zero. It's it's going to be all right. You're going to have to take a look at that blog, but uh, mm-hmm. Social Security is not going broke. And maybe that's, uh, we gave away the, the ending of the article of, is Social Security going to broke right there? But you can go <laughs> read it. There's stuff and, in the middle. <laughs> exactly. There's great stuff there. Yeah. Yep. All right. 
Yeah, so step two is maximize your total benefit, not just your own benefit. Mm. We see this all the time. Husbands and wives are coming in. A lot of times it's the husbands that are just looking at this and they are calculating this out. They've got their spreadsheet, they've got their calculator, and they've looked at it and they say, well, I want to maximize my benefit and here's what I'm going to do. Well, you know what? Your Social Security is going into your joint checking account. Your salaries help the both of you out. Uh, and it's not just about the both of you right now, it's about that widow in the future. And when you're looking at your Social Security benefits, if you're married, there's two benefits there. The best way to maximize them is not to look at each one individually, but to say, how do we get the most out of this together? It's not about trying to get your money back as soon as possible. It's about providing and protecting for both of you, especially for that widow down the road. The lowest Social Security benefit, if there's two of you there, the lower one goes away, which sometimes people say, ah, no big deal, the lowest one's gone. What that means is generally 33 to 50% of your Social Security is gone when the first person passes. Mm. That's a big deal, right? If there's two down to one, you still lost something, and it's usually a lot, really, when you add it up, 33 to 50%. Who wants that kind of pay cut? But what's very important is that the highest benefit stays on with the widow. So you don't have to try to look at one benefit and say, I'm gonna maximize this one, and I'm gonna look at this other benefit, I'm gonna maximize that one separately. Look at it together, and especially key in on which benefit is the highest one, especially if you're the older person, right? You're gonna get to certain ages first, because you're older, you're getting Mm -hmm. there first. And if you can maximize the highest benefit and get there the quickest, that's a really big help for the both of you. That's a really big help for uh, the widow, especially. And you don't have to do this at the same age or the same time. You don't have to do it the day you retire. A lot of people feel like I take my retirement today, I'm taking my social security tomorrow. It's not linked together. It doesn't have to be. It's a completely separate decision. Mm -hmm. So we've encouraged people, you're still working, take your social security benefit. We've encouraged other people, you've retired, delay your social security benefit. It's such a personalized thing. And understand, just because your husband took it at 65 doesn't mean you have to take it at 65. Just because your wife's taking it today doesn't mean you have to take it today. Mm -hmm. Look at it together and figure out how do we take this benefit that that helps us out the most? How do we maximize our total benefit, not just my own individual benefit? Yeah, that's such a great point. I I think about the fact that the statistics still say that men usually die sooner than women, right? Mm -hmm. And, And I think we're still in that era where men have been higher earners for a long time. And mm-hmm. so therefore their social security, if, especially if they can delay, so maybe you take your wife's social security first to, to help supplement income and you delay the husband. If the husband passes before the wife, then she, even though she's going to lose some social security, it's not going to be nearly as much as if you had taken yours early. You got it. That's exactly it. We had Marsha Mantel on our podcast a few episodes ago. Great lady knows yeah. so much about social security and we'll get to something she said later on. Uh, the next point was really um, kind of prefaced by her. But she's talking exactly through that. She's done through, gone through all the stats. And typically, the husband right now is a couple years older than the wife. Mm-hmm. So he's going to get to these ages first. Typically right now, for someone retiring, the husband has a higher benefit. So that benefit is just so, so important. And if you can boost up that higher benefit, it's gonna help out the both of you. It's gonna help out the widow, especially. And when you're making a lifetime decision, it's not about next month. It's about the next 30 years. 
and the second half of that next 30 years might just be one person and how do you help them out we yeah. say a lot of the 82 year old wid widows are living on the decision of their 62 year old husband and mm -hmm. it's important you got to plan for that 20 years ahead of time so you got to take a look maximize your total benefit absolutely yeah well here's an extra scoop a little extra stuff that uh arts uh readers didn't quite get and uh, you guys get the uh, the inside scoop on this and it comes from marcia she tells us stop focusing on the break even a lot of people that's all they look at when do i break even right if i wait one year how long does it take before i break even and i come out ahead and it's like people are looking at this as an investment which is okay i feel like it's maybe okay uh, she says stop don't look at social security as an investment it's really like an insurance policy the idea is how do you ensure that you don't run totally out of money both now and later on in your lifetime and if you're looking at it like an insurance policy what you need to do is get the best benefit for the least amount of cost mm -hmm. so a lot of times when we're looking at these things people are asking us about annuities and their other investments that are out there and it's so interesting to me that a lot of people are swayed by some of the glitz out there with these income annuities that promise a 5%, a 6%, sometimes even a 7% uh, return. And what they're really seeing is returning of their own money. But guess what? Social Security's got like an 8% return of your own money on it. If you're trying to get an extra income over your entire lifetime, the first step you need to do is get the best benefit for the least amount of cost. And that's almost always Social Security. Delaying Social Security is almost like you just bought yourself an income annuity, except it pays out a lot higher. And a couple of reasons why it pays out a lot higher, there's no commission. You make more money from Social Security, no insurance salesman, no advisor, no government officials making any commission on that. Mm -hmm. uh, the annuities have to pay out a commission. So that's gotta be included in the cost. The other thing is that Social Security has not been updated since the early 80s. It's been almost 40 years since they've updated it, which means that the life expectancy and the interest rates that are built into these different payouts, those are like 35, 40 years old. When you're looking at an income annuity or any sort of annuity right now, they're basing that on reality. And reality right now is interest rates are way lower than they were in the early 80s. And life expectancy is way more than they were in the 80s. So these annuities just can't pay out as much as Social Security because Social Security's got the old rules sitting there. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the old rules are a good deal. You maybe heard about, sometimes people say, well, I'm grandfathered in. Guess what? You're grandfathered in to Social Security, some pretty decent rules and interest rates and life expectancy compared to what really is going on right now uh, in the world. Yeah, that's a great point. Love that. Yeah. Now, I, I get a little bit more lenient with the break-even thought uh, than Martian in because uh, it's, it's one factor uh, to look at. The issue I have when people walk in and they're, they're talking about the break-even is when they look at this, our question is, did you include the taxes? And they always say no. Mm -hmm. What do you mean, did I include the taxes? Mm -hmm. Well, Social Security, in the state of Wisconsin for us, state of Wisconsin, Social Security, tax-free, there's no income tax on Social Security in Wisconsin. For the federal taxes, somewhere between zero to 85% of Social Security is taxable, which means when you boost your Social Security, when you do something to get a higher amount of Social Security, some of it's gonna be tax-free. At least 15% will be tax-free to you. Mm -hmm. In Wisconsin, there goes another uh, a bit that your Wisconsin income taxes aren't showing up. Might even be the case that all your Social Security is tax-free. Depends on the person, the whole situation. 
So sometimes people say, well, I'm going to take Social Security today so that I can let my investments grow. Well, guess what? If your investments grow, you're probably going to pay taxes on them, right? You get more money in investments, you're probably paying taxes on it. You get more money in Social Security later on, at least part of it's going to be tax-free. So if you're really truly doing a break-even, I want you to include the fact that Social Security is a better tax situation than your 401k, than your IRA, than almost any of the investments that you might be thinking of as an alternative. Another thing that happens is when people do the break-even, they say, oh, I'm gonna get 2,000 a month, and if I wait, I'm gonna get uh, 2,160 a month, and they do the math and all that. I ask them, did you account for inflation? Did you account for the cost of living? They almost always say no. It's interesting, when you compare Social Security on one side and exclude the tax part, exclude the part that it grows, and then you put on the other side and say, well, what would an investment do? And you include all these assumptions for inflation and growth, you're not comparing apples to apples. Yeah. <laughs> you're comparing two different things. So if yep. you want to do a break even, go ahead, love you to do it, but please include that your taxes are going to be better from Social Security almost all the time. And please include that Social Security is guaranteed to grow with inflation. I don't know of many investments, if any, that I can think of right now that is guaranteed to grow with inflation. And here's Social Security guaranteed to grow your income with inflation every year. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there you go. That's your, your first of two uh, extra ones, extra tips here for you when you're trying to figure out uh, your Social Security. Go ahead, do the break even, but please, please include those extra things in it because that's reality. That's reality there. Yeah, and that's what we need to be speaking in, in, in realistic terms. And, and I know that's what you bring to your clients all the time. So that, that's mm -hmm. great information. What's the next thing? Sure. Yeah, well, number four, we like to say play the odds that are in your favor, right? Are you a gambler at all, Eric? You know, I don't like losing money. <laughs> yeah, who, who I, does? I, uh, Jeremy, I'll be honest, confession time. I've been to Vegas one time. My wife and I went. Uh, it was with some friends, and it was it was interesting. I have absolutely no need to go back now. We did. It's funny you said break even. We broke even. We were able to pay for our entire there trip just with you know the the little winnings that we had, and yay! But I'll never be back. Mm -hmm. I just yeah. I don't I don't like risk. <laughs> exactly. You and I have probably about the same experience with gambling. So we're not experts about gambling, but I'm pretty sure we know because this is kind of common knowledge. Casinos make money. They do. And casino, yeah. yeah. Casinos <laughs> make money because they set the odds and the odds are in their favor. Mm -hmm. now, I've read through and you've seen things shows that a lot of times all the casinos need to do is come out ahead like 52% of the time, right? You kind of 50, they got to go do better than 50, 50. So the casinos, the house, a lot of times they're just trying to come slightly ahead. You know, if they're trying to break even, uh, make some money, they got to make their odds about 52%, right? That's, that's, decent odds for the casino and they're making money on that. So it's interesting when people look at social security, a lot of times they talk about it like it's a gamble and they're saying, well, you know, what are the odds I'll actually make it long enough? They've done this, this break even and they figured out maybe it's 15 years. We hear 15 years a lot is how long it takes to, to break even, whether that's right or not. That's, let's say it's in the ballpark and they'll say, what are the odds, especially the guys, what are the odds I'll make it that far? And I probably won't make it that far. What are the odds? I still haven't met anyone that actually said, what are the odds? And actually looked them up. Mm. I heard it so many times, I decided to look it up. I figured right. out, what, what are these odds? Well, here, here it is. And what's interesting about it, and this is a big decision. If you're making a lifetime decision, you really ought to understand what's your likelihood of how long your lifetime might be. So a lot of people retire at 62. And if you're a non-smoking couple, 
husband and wife, you're both uh, 62, you're not a smoker. For the men, the odds are 78% that they'll make it to 15 years. For the women, the odds are 85% that you'll make it the 15 years. Hmm. So when people are saying, what are the odds? The odds are in your favor, greatly yeah. in your favor. Here's another one, because we talked about that higher benefit, how it's the higher benefit that goes towards the widow. What are the odds that one of you will be around 15 years from now? That's all you got to figure out. If we're talking about the higher benefit that'll go to the survivor, to that widow, you just need one of you to make it there. You don't need both of you. It's not an individual thing. Like we said, it's a team decision. It's what do you do for the couple? The odds that one of you in the couple makes it those 15 years is 97%. How'd you That's like to really go to the casino odds. with 97% odds? I might visit more often. <laughs> I might, exactly, exactly. It's, it, you'd probably love to go to the casino with the same 52% odds that they have. Yeah. When you're playing Social Security and you're looking at it as a gamble, know the odds for that non-smoking couple, 62. It's a 97% chance that one of you is going to make that that 15 years and that's all you need for that higher benefit to come out ahead to make it worth your your while so we want you to get your own odds because everybody's different everyone's got different ages uh, different health situations go to longevityillustrator.org we'll put that in the show notes but the american society of actuaries has put together really quick takes like three questions to come through and say here's what your odds are of making it a certain amount of time mm. if you're somebody that's trying to figure out what are the odds your decision will come out know your odds go figure out your odds so that's that's one thing we want you to, to figure out what are your odds that's a big deal yeah mm -hmm. well last one here a little bit extra second bit last one for you here is that when you're looking at your social security decision and you're working with your advisor your advisor is not your therapist but they should be asking you about your past relationships it's a big deal mm -hmm. everyone knows about spousal situations with um, with social security everyone knows about survivor situations with social security but did you know you can get benefits from your ex-spouse did you know you can get benefits from your deceased ex-spouse did you know if you're widowed and you remarry before 60 that affects your widow benefits it's a big deal not only what your own social security is but also your past relationships and we've given over 100 talks on social security and retirement planning. We bring this stuff up all the time. And it's just amazing. At least once a year when we're going through and doing all these different scenarios, we find somebody that this applies to. And it's so important. You could be missing out on tens of thousands of dollars and just not realize it. We were giving a, a, a talk one time and someone came up to me. They, they had to be first in line. And they were asking, what are the rules on the situation? And I said, well, this sounds really personal. And they said, well, yeah, my sister, she was married to somebody for over 10 years. He died. She's got a really low social security benefit. I think she qualifies. We said, yeah, go check it out. And it turns out she did. She qualified. Here's this ex-spouse. They hadn't been married for 20 plus years and they had met all the rules that she could get the benefits. Mm. Now she's getting more money because she had that information, right? And a lot of times too, you get to be a little bit older. You're, you're 50, 55. I don't want to say that's old at all. But you, you get to where you're looking at a, a second marriage situation. If you're widowed and you're 55, you're approaching 60, sometimes you're trying to figure out, do I and my significant other get remarried? Well, you know, if 
you've got widow benefits and you're remarried before 60, it's going to affect that. So we had another couple come up to us after a, a seminar we gave and they came up and they said, hey, we just want to tell you we're getting married in September. That, congrats. That's great. Why are you telling me this? Well, because uh, you talked about the widow benefits. We're actually both widowed. We want to get married. We're just trying to figure out when we should get married. And the the lady, she was turning 60 in August. So they, they're here we are Perfect. in June or July. <laughs> they're thinking, let's just go to the courthouse sometime soon, have a nice summer wedding. They said, we're waiting until after this birthday because it was going to affect their uh, widow benefits. And we worked with them and it's hundreds of dollars. They're getting extra every month because they happen to get married in September compared to maybe a month earlier. That's a big deal. There's yeah. just, can you imagine you go fill out the forms and you say, Oh, you missed it by a day, right? <laughs> There's some big decisions that are out there and you really ought to know how it affects you, which is why a good advisor is asking about all those different past relationships you've had. Absolutely. I mean, that's, yeah, <laughs> I think that's great. It's a wonderful picture. And, and, uh, you know, if you're truly madly in love and you just have to get married, great. But being madly in love should also tell you that you want to set yourself up for success. You and your new you know, husband or you and your new wife, uh, you want to have the best possible future. So the, the few extra hundred bucks per month that you're going to get, that's a, that's a few extra dates per month. That's what I'm thinking. You got it. Yeah. yeah fantastic. All right. Mm-hmm. Any closing thoughts for today, Jeremy? Yeah, we, we know Social Security is such a big deal because you make that decision once and you're, you're basically stuck with it the rest of your life. So we want you to make the best Social Security decision that you can. And we've got a strong belief, not that you have to take Social Security early or you have to take Social Security late or you have to take Social Security at a specific age. But our strongest belief is you need to run the numbers. You mm-hmm. need to know uh, what you're facing. And we believe strongly if you walk through these five steps, you're going to make a really good Social Security decision. Everyone's decision is going to be different, but run through these five steps uh, before you take your Social Security. You're going to do well. Great show today, Jeremy. Thank you so much for all the good information. Thank you, Eric. You bet. And the last thank you goes to you, the listening audience. Thank you for tuning in and listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast with Jeremy Kyle. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below. This way, when Jeremy comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. This makes it much easier to share these podcasts with your friends and family. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Kyle Financial Partners, this is Eric Johnson reminding you to live your best day every day, and we'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Retirement Revealed podcast. Click on the subscribe button below to be notified when new episodes become available. Visit retirement-revealed.com to learn more. The information covered and posted represents the views and opinions of the guest and does not necessarily represent the views or opinions of Kyle Financial Partners. Kyle Financial Partners does not provide legal, accounting, or tax advice. Consult your attorney or tax professional. Representatives have general knowledge of the Social Security tenants. For complete details on your situation, contact the Social Security Administration. Kyle Financial Partners is a part of the Thrivent Advisor Network, a registered investment advisor. Content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. The content is not intended to be a substitute for professional investing advice. Always seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your investment planning.